So quarter one is over officially, and now we are entering quarter two. And there are, you know, some shifts that are going to be taking place, um, especially mindset shifts. And I really want to dive into a few things that all new boss babes and even seasoned ones should be considering right now. Hey guys, welcome to the Socials and Business Podcast. I am your host, Mercedes K, New York and Florida-based content creator, coach, and CEO of GTM Digital and Kajorico. I am a science girl trained in medicine, but knew something was always missing. When my mom passed away, I realized life is too short to be doing anything that is not your true dream. So I took a leap and started my own entrepreneur journey. Now I help other women and influencers do the same. I work with new boss babes and help them build successful and profitable brands with social media and uniquely styled coaching. We will cover everything from tips and tricks to building your brand, social media, everyday life, and self-care for the new entrepreneur. Tune in at our new time every Wednesday at 5.30 a.m. For new episodes that are sure to help jumpstart your brand and navigate this crazy world of social media and business. But before we get started, let's give our Instagram account shout out to Consistently Creative UK. That is C O N S I S T E N T L Y C R E A T I V E U K. You guys know what to do. Head over to Instagram and check them out. And if their content speaks to you, don't forget to hit that follow button. Now it is time to dive into this exciting new episode. Hello there and welcome back, Boss Babes, to the Socials and Business Podcast. So... It has been a crazy three months and quarter one is finally over. So I don't know how everyone is feeling. I do know that some of you are super excited to jump into quarter two. Some of you, you know, are a little anxious about it. And either way, whether you're excited or a little anxious, it is fine. It is an accomplishment that You've lasted this long if you are completely new, and it's an accomplishment even if you did fail or fall short on some things because you stayed consistent, you did the damn thing, and I am so proud of all of you. So today's podcast, we're going to look at some things that we should be doing in quarter two. Now, this process is probably, it's most likely going to be done differently depending on the brand, depending on, you know, how people specifically do things, because I know I do things differently from others. But these are some of the things that I'm going to be looking at. And hopefully, you know, if you're not sure what to do next, this can, you know, kind of help you figure some things out. 
So one thing that is really big is learning from the past. What did you accomplish in quarter one? And how did you accomplish that? Being able to look back on the past is a really good habit to get into because it helps us to brainstorm and start creating or tweaking, whether it's strategy or anything else in our business that can help us, you know, move forward. Where did you fall short? You know, if you failed at something, it's fine. If you fell short, it is fine. And I know a lot, a lot of people, you know, they get really, you know, bent out of shape. I used to be this person, so I get it. However, we learn so much from where we fall short and from our failures. So if you did fall short, why? Why did you fall short? Break it down and really look at it. And once you do that, you know, what do you need to adjust to either your systems, your processes, or your strategy for you to actually accomplish, you know, your goals for that particular shortcoming? And this could be a tedious process, especially if you're a boss babe, a solopreneur, doing everything on your own. But this practice really, it really helps you to get really good insight. And if you are a boss babe that either works with contractors or, you know, have employees, they can actually help in this process, you know, get some, get some more input and just know that everything that you are moving forward to you are going to ultimately be using past experiences when you are deciding how you want to do something. So just getting into the habit of doing it right the first time and really analyzing everything is only going to help you in the long run. Um, Another thing that I personally like to do, you know, I look at the priorities for quarter two. So the priorities in quarter one may be slightly different from the ones that are in quarter two. So this is like my making lists and getting organized, making charts, you know, however you do things. Um, It really depends for me. Like I love to write things down, but then I love post-its too. So I could sit here and get on a whiteboard and start writing, start writing in a book, start putting post-its everywhere, just, you know, jotting down and just, you know, really deciding what the goals for quarter two need to be. So for instance, if your goal in quarter one on social media was to get 300 followers, 100 followers per month, that was your goal. And you ended up you know, exceeding that goal and you got 500 instead of the 300. Is your priority going to still be getting, you know, followers or are you going to shift or pivot in some way 
<clears throat> are you going to, you know, focus just on brand awareness and visibility? Or are you, you know, looking to scale? Are you looking to launch a service or a product? So really just sit down and decide what the priorities are going to be in quarter two. But one of one of the things that I have found as an entrepreneur is that even with all of this stuff, all of this planning for quarter two, and there's still more work to be done, we have to take some time to relax and reflect. And you do need some distance. Now, I know there's some of you out there that are just like, you know, distance, you know, do you mean take a break? Do you mean, you know, just, you know, do whatever I want? And that is exactly what I mean. So quarter one, you're looking at 90 days, three months period. You've been going hard for three months. You need to take a break. You need to relax and you need to reflect on everything. If you, you know, if you were like grinding hard in quarter one and you are about to grind hard in quarter two, there's no there's no time for your brain to reset. And it's really boss babe, it's not good for your it's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your physical health. And it's really not good for your business. Sometimes the best ideas and the best reflection is done when we take something out of the equation. Is your business going to fall to shit if you literally, you know, take some time to reflect, recharge, and just come back refreshed and ready to go hard? No, it won't. And if anybody tells you this, they, they have not experienced the right entrepreneur journey. And some people, you know, may come for me for saying that. And I honestly don't care if you feel that if you take a step back for a moment to reflect and relax, to really sit here and understand yourself, understand how you're changing, understand how your business is changing. If you can't take that little time because your business will fall to shit if you do, one, someone has either taught you incorrectly, you are getting information from the wrong people. And that's just that's just that. It's needed, so do it. And if anybody tells you that you shouldn't be doing it, screw them because this is about you and about your business. You take care of you first and then you take care of your business. This is a process that is needed and you need to relax and reflect before you even step into quarter two. Are you enjoying this podcast? Are you a new boss babe ready to really take your brand to the next level? Go to gtmsocialmediamarketing.com to book your free discovery or coaching call today and find out how you can work with me to start crushing your business 
and social media goals. You can also inquire about my free one-on-one, one-hour experience that will be available for three lucky boss babes every quarter. So what are you waiting for? Let's connect and make magic. Have you created your ideal client persona from the ground up yet? Are you creating content that speaks to your ICP directly? No? Well, that has to change, boss babe. I have developed a new experience that will allow you to put a face on your ideal client persona, create content that speaks directly to them, and how to build an online community around your ideal client persona. So head over to Instagram, at GTM Digital, and DM Ideal Client Persona to learn more. Now back to the episode. So what is something else that I look at stepping in to quarter two? And that's setting new goals and milestones and really stepping up my game. When I think about the mindset from day one, I like to revisit that. And even though, even though I'm pivoting and things are changing, going back to that first initial mindset helps me to really brainstorm because I'm asking myself, you know, some of the same questions, you know, if I was to look at my brand as a new, you know, like a new potential client, what I want to work with me, what I want my products or services. So revisiting that helps me to really, you know, step up my game. If there's something lacking, if I look and say, you know what? No, I probably wouldn't, you know, buy this service or product. And then ask myself, but why wouldn't I? What is it lacking? What do I need to change or tweak? And milestones that, you know, I have already, you know, accomplished. What are the new milestones that are coming up? What do I need to do or focus on to accomplish these particular milestones, because it's going to be different in quarter two than what it was in quarter one. And this also, you know, pertains year to year as well. Looking at the previous year and, you know, looking at the following year as well. So I love to ask myself these questions because it really, you know, it really sets a tone for me. And that's just how I personally operate. But you guys can do it however, you know, however makes you comfortable or, you know, whatever system you already have in place. And I like to revisit, you know, my strategy and just make sure that my strategy is still aligned with, you know, my values and goals and my mission and my visions and make sure, you know, you're getting feedback, get as much feedback as you can. If you are working, you know, by yourself, then, okay, you know, 
look to look to your followers, look to your previous clients, see what they like, what they didn't like. If they didn't like something, why didn't they like it? And then, you know, just start tweaking or adjusting as you need to. If you are a boss babe that, you know, has a couple of people, you know, on staff, whether they're employees or, you know, 1099 contractors, get feedback from them as well. You know, it's, we learn a lot by the people that work with us or even under us. So it's not necessarily just the client experience. We want to create an experience all around. You could get 20 clients, but if everyone who's working with you is just fucking miserable, you know, that tells a lot about you. And if this is a problem, you know, amongst the people that you work closely with, there is a chance that some of that is spilling over with your client experience. It may not be that much or might not be too noticeable, but you do want to be careful of that. So, you know, always revisit your strategy and, you know, just make sure that you are still, you know, you're still doing what it is that you want to do in the way that you want to do it. Also systems. Okay, boss babes, listen, systems are just important. I love systems, especially if it's something, if it's an operation or a task that is done daily. Okay. We need to really look at how this can be done more efficiently. So what is needed to get particular tasks done? If you are doing, you know, your day-to-day operations and it can't be systemized, there is a huge problem. And you may not be completely clear on how some of these tasks should be done. So think about it. Write it down. Look at your workflow and what it takes for the job to get done. Look at all of the steps. If there is not a way to, you know, create systems for this so that it's, you know, it's just a consistent and efficient flow, then you're doing something wrong. You're doing something wrong and you definitely need to take a little more time to figure this out. Because again, I always talk about time management. So if you're not managing your time properly and you are wasting time, I don't care if it's five minutes. If it's five minutes of something that can be automated, it should be automated. No questions asked. If it's five minutes of you just doing something that someone else can do, you're not delegating, that is a problem. What systems can you put in place to run more efficiently in the next quarter that were not there you know, in quarter one or ever if you've been in business for a while? I've had some clients that you know, literally like every day, certain particular things, certain operations are just done every single day. And they're sitting there doing this manually, 
every day. And it's just like, no, we can literally, we can shave off like an hour or two from your day by putting some systems in place. And that may not seem like a lot of time. I mean, entrepreneurs in general, you know, we are working, working, working. Some are still in that 24 seven grind. And I understand it, but there's a better way of doing things. And believe it or not, that hour or two gives you more time with your family, gives you more time with your significant other. I've had clients that have children and you have a kid that's in the drama club who has been in four plays this year and you've been to maybe one, if not none. And to be honest with you, that's a fucked up thing. And I'm just going to say it because you guys know I don't bullshit, but that is a shame. And I'm not saying this for you to feel bad. I am saying this because you know that something has to change. So it's time to see what needs to be changed and make those changes. I love when someone says it can't be done because I am, listen, I'm that boss, babe, hold my beer, watch this. I've been told several times that something could not be done. And it's just like, really, you know, that sounds like a challenge to me. And I am up for that challenge. So if any of you guys, if you are struggling with this, struggling getting the right systems and processes in place, then, I mean, you if find a mentor, go to an entrepreneur community, whether it's on Instagram or Facebook. See what some other boss babes have in place for certain tasks. Because even though we may do things differently, there are some tasks that are just true all around. And it doesn't matter what niche you're in, what type of business you have. Certain things is just a part of being an entrepreneur. So if you can put systems in place for them, then you need to. And we need to stop, you know running around on this hamster wheel of, you know, not having systems and processes in place. For the last thing that I want to touch base on, I like to look back on my ideal client persona. And the reason I like to do this in each quarter is because I want to know if something has changed. And if something has changed, what adjustments need to be made to my strategy or whatever it is that I'm doing to accommodate that change? The reality is, is that a lot of us start our entrepreneur journey, decide what we want to do. Even if we're not, you know, 100% niche down, we have an idea of the type of clients that we want. But as we start doing it, we start to see that some things change and we have to, we have to adjust and accommodate these changes. And if something has changed with your ideal client persona, this is very important. You know, did the age group change? Did the demographics change? Did the pain point change? 
And some people are just like, well, you know, pain points are just kind of, you know, there. Yes, they are. But sometimes these pain points can change and we need to know what that change is so that we can sit here and tweak what we need to tweak in our strategy. It's not just about, you know, your business strategy and your social media strategy. The strategy as a whole, we need to really look at that. So I love to look back on, you know, my ideal client persona because I want to be ready and I want to be able to shift if I need to shift. I want to be able to pivot if I need to pivot and let that transition be a little smoother than, you know, just ignoring it. And then realizing, oh shit, this needs to change. And now you're just scrambling to try to figure something out. So try to make this process a little smoother. And if you guys need help with that, I mean, I literally, so a lot of you know that I have the whole entrepreneur coaching experience. And this particular coaching program is about nurturing the whole entrepreneur not just the business, not just the front end or the back end, not just life, but everything. Because I always say business can overflow into the personal and personal can definitely overflow into the business. However, a lot, a lot of new boss babes and even, you know, some that have been in the game for a while they know who their ideal client persona is to a degree, but they don't know them in and out. And that is what prompted me to create a, a different offer that is basically molded around that ideal client persona and community management building. You want to build, whether it's your online, you know, your social media, your business, you want to build a community around that ideal client. You want to create content for that ICP. And I just broke it down to ICP because honestly, I just don't want to keep saying ideal client persona. But you want to create content that speaks directly to them. You want SEO and copy in your website that attracts them. So if there are any changes, you need to, you know, you need to change some things around. But you also need to know a lot more than the age of your ICP, where they live, where they work. I mean, this particular offer is about putting a face on your ideal client persona, putting a face on them. What do they look at? A face that you can actually look at. We are building from the ground up. We're building this avatar from the ground up. What do they look like? What would they wear to work? 
What would they wear when they're not working? Will you, you know, will you catch your ICP in Dunkin' Donuts or in Starbucks? And if you would catch them in Dunkin' Donuts, why? Why would they be there instead of Starbucks? And I know, you know, this may sound weird, but when I build my ideal clients, this is what I did. You know, they might want Starbucks, but Dunkin' Donuts is better for them, whether they're saving a couple of dollars or whatever the case may be. You have two places that I absolutely love both. I love Dunkin' Donuts and I like Starbucks. So it's like, so what happens if they do like both? So why would I end up in Dunkin' Donuts as opposed to Starbucks? Maybe I just, I want something right now. And they were there. I'm driving. I want a coffee right now. And I came across the Dunkin' Donuts before the Starbucks. Okay. But what if, you know, my, my finances weren't a hundred percent on point. I like to go to Starbucks and I prefer them, but it's seen in my eyes more of a luxury. It's more financially, you know, it's a better place for me because, you know, I don't have the money for a $7 coffee, but I can do a $3 one. I mean, there are so many different things to look at. You know, where where does your ICP hang out? And I'm not just talking about online. We're not just looking at, you know, are they on Instagram? Are they on Facebook? Are they, you know, on TikTok or LinkedIn? Where, where would they hang out? Would they go to the mall or would they, you know, prefer to just stay in? Is your ideal client, you know, an extroverted person who was the life of the party or are they quiet and sometimes you know they need a little nudge to really take action so building building your icp and building your community around that icp will only benefit your brand in the end so it's something that i always like to revisit so I would like you guys to also try that as well. If there are any changes, make the adjustments that need to be made. And if this is not an activity that you've actually done and you know, you're looking to really do this the right way, definitely, you know, send me a message, an email, contact me on my social media. I will always tag everything, you know, in the show notes. And, you know, just let me know. And it doesn't hurt. It doesn't hurt to ask or to see if there is something that you may be missing that someone else may be able to help you with, even if it's not me. It doesn't even have to be me. It could be someone else that you are just drawn to work with. And if they are able to help you do this and build it the right way, boss babe, go for it. Like no questions asked. So that is it for today. I am so excited again about quarter two 
And big round of applause to everyone who has made it through quarter one. You got this. And if anytime you feel you don't, again, you contact me because I am here and it's all about, you know, building the community and getting the right information to the right people at the right time. So I look forward to seeing you guys next week, Wednesday, 5.30 a.m. And Boss Babes, we will chat again soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to head over to my Instagram account at GTM Digital and give me a like and follow. The best way to support this podcast is by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I truly love hearing from all of you. I also run polls and ask questions, so be sure to look for those in the show notes. I love keeping up with social trends, giving tips on business, and posting about entrepreneur and influencer lifestyles. So be sure to follow me on all of my socials. We are here every Wednesday at 5.30 a.m. Thanks for tuning in and we will chat again soon.